This episode is brought to you by the Nordstick, the number one way to train your hamstrings anywhere at any time. The number one injury burden in the game of soccer is, you guessed it, hamstring injury. What better way to prevent this than using the Nordstick? From endless Nordic curl variations for your hamstrings, to other lower body exercises, to even upper body and core exercises, you name your goal and the Nordstick can help you get there. Use the link in the description to learn more and get 10% off. Once again, use the link in this episode's description for 10% off. What is up, soccer players? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, what's going on today, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, It's a nice Sunday. You know, it's finally didn't rain as much, so I was able to enjoy some of the day today, so that was good. That was good. And, um, you know, my, my fiance went out with the baby. So for, for the most part on Saturday and Sunday, I was like by myself for the whole day. So that was good. Mm. That was good. That was yeah. good, man. I that can tell good. you got some energy in you and your voice. It's like, I listen. Well, so today I'm just, I've just been preparing for a workshop. So I've just been on work mode all day. Mm. So this mm. is a nice break. This is a nice break before I got into it, man. How about you? How are you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, just as we were kind of talking before the pod kicked off, was watching Haitian national team kick off in a gold cup against Qatar. Two uh, one mm. victory. Referees were Awful. very Concacaf, oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. it was it was it was an interesting match. But you know, it, it's a tough group. It's Haiti, it's Qatar, it's Mexico, and it is uh, Honduras. So mm-hmm. tough group, really tough competition. Um, but I mean, last time we had a gold cup, we made it to the semifinals and lost an extra time versus Mexico. So it's, it's a really important, important tournament for us. Cause you know, we can make it to the world cup. This mm-hmm. is our, this is our cycle to do it because USA automatically qualified Mexico, automatically qualified Canada. Oh, because it's happening. Automatically there. qualified. Yep. Which means all of those three spots are now available. So in addition to those three teams, I think North America will have five additional teams. Ooh, yo, so, I can't wait. Yo, Haiti hasn't been could, in a World Cup since like the 70s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and that's what's horrible. team in the World Cup this, this year. That's horrible considering, considering just how many people love soccer back home. Yeah. We still can't make it. We still can't make it there. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, it's the World Cup. It's tough. Only. Mm-hmm. Well, now what? 40 teams? 40, 48 teams? Whatever we got? Yeah. 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 Um, but today we have a we have an interesting episode. Um, saw this reel by uh, by Aussie Fitness, and it, it was doing the rounds on, on both TikTok, Instagram. Um, you guys might have seen it already. Um, it, it's essentially a, a pretty quick video about what it takes to lose fat, gain muscle, um, lose body fat, lose weight, all that stuff. And he breaks it down in a way that's really, really interesting. So what we're going to do on this episode today is we're going to start by playing the audio from that reel so you can hear exactly where we're coming from. And first, we'll start off by reacting to the reel. And then after the break, what we'll do is we'll discuss what if, if anything, you can apply from this reel to your life as a soccer player. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and play this audio from uh, Aussie Fitness. If you eat less and move more, you'll lose weight. If you eat less, move more, and eat plenty of protein, you'll lose body fat. If you eat less, move more, eat plenty of protein, and strength train, 
you'll lose body fat and build muscle. So let's go through those points again. So point number one, if you eat less and move more, you'll lose weight. Mm -hmm. Um, Berg, does that make sense to you? Eating less, moving more, losing weight. Yeah. From, 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 (laughs) if you're looking at it in terms of like mathematics, you less calorie in more calorie out. So in the process, you ended up losing weight because you're eating less and you're burning more calories. So you, you have to lose weight at that point based on that equation alone. Your body's going to be like, okay, like this, your body's basically going to attack the the fat reserve that you have in your body just to get you more energy because now you're eating less and you're burning more. Um, So you're, you had, this is what happened. Eating less, moving more, you need more calories. Your body's going to need more calories to sustain all the increased activity that you're doing. So if you have fat reserve, your body's going to go through that to make sure that you have enough energy to keep moving. So yeah, that's simple. And- I have some problem with this, of course, but you know, I'll, I'll wait till um, I hear your, uh, <laughs> I'll wait till I, I hear yeah, your, you, what you think about this whole thing. Yeah. That, that's exactly why we, we don't discuss too much before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Cause we want everything to, to be fresh. But, um, I mean, I'll put it this way when it comes to eating less and, when it comes to eating less and moving more, a lot of people have a lot of excuses and a lot of that needs to be addressed if you're really not losing weight when you're supposed to be doing it. Um, you really have to take a deep look into what your eating habits are um, and what your movement habits are as well because mm-hmm. chances are if you're not getting the results that you want, one, if not both of those things are not being optimized for you. Yeah. I agree. From from a holistic standpoint, um, this is this might not be the right. Like if you if you approaching losing weight just to that equation alone, eat less and move more, it, it, it might be difficult for you. It's not holistic because it doesn't take into account. Um, you say eating less. <laughs> eating less is not that simple when you have food all around you. Like that mm-hmm. requires discipline. So from a holistic standpoint, it, it, it just restricting calories doesn't work. And sometimes people go to the extreme where they will eat like 800 calories a day or something like that. And then they're starving. They're starving and they're trying to exercise more, but they have no energy. And they can't really sustain moving more um, for like three months. Right? If realistically, if you're trying to lose weight... Like we realistically, holistically, if you have a lot, if you have a lot of weight to lose, holistically, like you could take like six months to actually lose a ton of weight. Now yeah. imagine you eating like five, six hundred calories a day, and you like trying to like willpower your way through like moving more. Like that's not going to be sustainable. You can actually get sick to that process too. You can, you can. It's a balance because of course people want results as as quickly as they can. Uh, it has to be safely as well. And it has to be in a way that doesn't compromise whatever else you got going on in your life. Because, uh, I mean, I'll give you an example. Chances are, if you're listening to this pod, you're a student, you're a soccer player, or, you know, you're out there working in the real world or any combination of those two. Um, the energy that you need to sustain your lifestyle in terms of just giving your brain the fuel that it needs, it's... Mm-hmm. It, it really needs to be taken into account. Like even like, you know, if you're a student, 
if you're not eating enough, you're not going to be performing in school, then what are you doing with your life? You know? So, um, now what do you think about the next point of eating less, moving more, eating protein? And what that is, what this rule is saying is instead of just losing weight, you'll actually start to lose body fat. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think the difference is between the two and, and what are your thoughts on that overall? So in, in this equation, you're eating less, you move more and you're eating more protein, which means you, you lose more body fat. So what, what is going, you're still on calorie deficit, which is, I'm still not okay with depending on, like if, if you're a soccer player listening to this, just, you know, how much weight do you need to lose? Really? Like we're talking Let's go to the extreme and say that you want to lose like 50 pounds, right? So putting, you're going to be on calorie deficit. That's enough for you to, 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 to start losing weight, right? And then you're moving more. By moving more, I'm, I, I take it that you, you're doing some type of exercise. You're walking all the time. You, 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 you're walking all the time. You're jogging. Um, you're going up and down the stairs. You're on a stairmaster. is trying to get some extra stress, um, sweat out you know so and then you add the protein on top of that so what that does is um your body's gonna use hmm this is th that equation sometimes that it feels weird to me that equation uh protein so my thinking my thing is if you're moving more than you're using more of your muscle then your muscle is gonna need to recover from moving more so adding the protein and, and moving more will stress your muscle not only to grow i guess but also to to recover so adding an element of protein into the diet an extra protein intake into the diet facilitate recovery helps build the muscle even more um and if you have more muscle you um it, you burn more calories so at the same you end up losing losing more weight because you're burning more calories so now you get more calorie. Uh, you you burn your body is burning more calorie because you you have you building more muscle. Yeah, that second yeah, equation, no, that it. I like the third equation better. Yeah, I um, do too. Because, probably because it support what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> second option, uh, if I'm yeah. honest. No, I, but, I think. I don't the, get the picture though. Like, you know, yeah, you, you own calorie deficit and you're moving more and you're eating protein and then you lose more fat. I don't I feel like the protein here, it just helps you recover more. Yeah. Which, which is, faster, which is I true. I, I think what it's trying to get at, and I mean, this is what you get when you take a subject that could be an entire college class know, three times a week for an hour you know, each day for 15 weeks and you condense it into a 20, 25 second reel. Um, I, I think what it's trying to drive home is the importance of protein for maintaining muscle mass. Um, mm. okay. If you're burning a lot of calories and your body is desperate for more energy, where it could go is it could go to your muscles as well. Um, and you know, your muscles may be, you know, on the brief decline because of that, but also because when you go through a workout, you damage that muscle. So, uh, protein is essential to not only repair what you've done to it through exercise, but, um, in order to keep on your muscle mass. Um, but I, I think, yeah, that, that middle point, it's, it's a little, 
it's a little iffy, but where it, where it comes yeah, together, I think to at the end is, yeah. Um, but at the end, it, it kind of comes together as in eating less, moving more, consuming protein and strength training to not only lose body fat, but put on muscle as well. So that one makes much more sense to me because you, uh, you working now, now you're strength training. So that means you, you, you're forcing your muscle to grow. So when your muscle is growing, it needs adequate protein, not only to recover, but also to, to, because they're growing, they need more energy. Um, no way you, because the muscle is growing, they need more energy and because they need more energy, it's going to require a lot more calorie from you. So if you have excess body fat, then the muscle is going to convert those. Um, well, your body's going to convert that extra body fat into calories to, for your muscle to sustain itself. Now that's, uh, but also that we, you also require, <laughs> you can also be on calories. So, okay. Calorie deficit then makes sense here because assuming you have a lot of weight to lose and you have, you have a lot, assuming you have a lot of weight to lose. So your body can actually use that extra fat to convert into calorie. And by you being on calorie deficit, then you, you still at a deficit basically. Um, and you end up losing more, using more fat and earning more, earning more, I said, earning more muscle, gaining more muscle mass. Yeah. So that equation makes so much, much more sense to me. And this equation is the second one. It it makes more sense because it's a lot more complete and there's a lot of elements. Every element that you need is is essentially addressed here of eating less, moving more for the weight loss. Okay, well where's the weight going to come from? Is it going to come from your fat or is it coming from your muscle or anywhere else in the body and um Ideally, if you're an athlete, you don't want it to come from your muscle because that's that's what's protecting you. It's protecting your joints and and giving you speed and power and everything. So you want it to come from your fat stores. But in order to do that, you got to trick your body into thinking like, hey, this muscle is important, which is why you got to eat the protein and you got to go to the gym and and strength train. And um, this is a more complete formula. Um, But I still think that all of that being said, this might not be a complete formula for the soccer population. We're definitely going to talk about that in part two of this episode. So don't go anyway. We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Team Builder. If you're a physical therapist, fitness coach, or personal trainer, you need to know that Team Builder is the number one app for exercise prescription. Whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one as a side hustle or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say it saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to teambuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. VTruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, 
showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruve today. Okay, so let's talk about the formula of eating less, moving more, eating protein, and strength training for the soccer population. Now, in my opinion, I, I think that this is a, a good formula to use, but to be honest, if you're a soccer player, you have to be honest about your goals. Is your goal to perform as well as you can on the pitch, or is your goal to lose weight? Because in my opinion, these two things cannot be done at the same time, and Yes, you might have to prioritize one or the other, but that's totally going to depend on somebody's individual circumstance. But what do you think? Yeah, I agree. You can't. Uh, I think in season, you're going to end up losing the weight anyway in season, even without taking into account the equation because of all the games and all the, the, the training that you're going to be doing. You know, you're gonna lose the weight, but at the same time, you don't know. You don't want to wait till you're in season to start losing weight. You might, you might not get to you. You not, you might not get a spot in the team at all. So, obviously, this is going to happen if you're trying to lose weight. This has to happen during the off season training, um, and that's when you can actually really sit down and take into account what you're eating, being on calorie deficit. Add, adding a little extra strength training, so that pertains more towards the off season. If I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, doing the in season, you can't show up in season out of shape like 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 Eden Hazard, and then trying to lose weight, <laughs> trying to lose weight in season. You're not gonna get a spot. That makes no sense. Um, the other thing too, I I want to say is um, that's uh, um, as as we go into this, I start thinking of of female soccer players, especially those in 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 high school and in, in college, maybe in college. It's like the idea of. Um, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get fat if I eat more, uh, 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 you know, if I eat carbs, you know, I'm going to get fat, I'm not eating carbs anymore, I'm refraining from doing those things so that I can maintain that figure. So this is where the slippery slopes comes in here because you don't want, you see, you, you, you want to eat, you want to, <laughs> you want to have some sort of calories that you're taking if you, if you're playing all the time. So you got to be really mindful with the calorie deficit thing because I think that's where the slippery slope comes in, um, especially if there's like a, you know, eating disorder, all that stuff, type of stuff. Where, uh, uh, um, not body dysmorphia, but just, just thinking like, oh, I'm going to get fat if I need to do this or, you know, I need to reduce my calories drastically to, main, to lose weight. That, that tends to uh, uh, affect performance. So you, you have to be really mindful with the calorie deficit. That's just what I wanted to add on top of that. Yeah, I, I would say, honestly, that any calorie deficit isn't good for performance because if you don't have enough calories to sustain your activity, that means you're not performing at your highest level, which means you're not giving whatever your maximum potential is on the pitch, which defeats the whole purpose. If you're trying to lose weight to be better, well, if you don't have enough calories in your bloodstream, then you're not going to be able to play better. So really, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Um, so I, I think it's so essential for <laughs> players to really say, what is my goal within the next two, three, four, six months, 12 months of, you know, maybe it is a case of, you know, let's say it's a case of, of a player coming in drastically out of shape. 
Well, guess what? Performance for you doesn't matter. You're not going to play. You're not. So yeah. maybe it's a that's conversation why. you have with your, your staff of saying, hey, I'm not in good shape. Let's not, you know, when it comes to coaching me up, let's not focus on my performance. But, you know, I'm just out there, you know, get my heart rate up, do this, do that. And we have a solid plan in two, three weeks. I'll do this and that. But you can't perform your highest at a deficit. You never will. Which is which brought me, which brings me back to the, your your initial point. Uh, you gotta be, you gotta pay attention to when you do this. You can't be doing this in season because you won't be able to perform. Like you need those calories. You cannot be on calorie deficit doing in season because you need those calories to perform on the pitch. So if 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 you wanna lose weight and you're gonna employ, you're gonna utilize this equation, um, eat less strength train, um, you know, um, eat less strength train, move more, move more. that's got to be in the off season because, you know, calorie deficit is not exactly a good match with in terms of like performance. performance. You're going to be sluggish on a pitch yeah. if you're going to be doing that. So yeah. make sure you do that during the off season. Then mm-hmm. this, this is why good habits the entire year are essential because you cannot uh, – you you can't afford to be doing this type of stuff in your preseason or in the middle of your age. It's you're wasting your year. Mm-hmm. First impressions are important. You cannot show up. So true. like it, it's a fact. So you show true. up, you're out of shape. That's your reputation the entire year. That's it. You know. So, <laughs> dude, it, it you people. You show up injured. That's your reputation for the entire year. I have yeah. a kid I'm treating right now. Like he's so scared. To tell his coach that he's got some injury because he 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 might not be in the starting lineup. So I'm trying to tell this guy, okay, what's more important? Like, hey, like telling the coach that you have a problem, but still showing up and do some other work just to show your work ethic, or just hide it and try to perform, and then you end up getting more injured. Like, I, it was just such a hard buy-in because he the whole thing is like, I want to make a good impression. I want to make a good impression. I want to make a good impression. So, so, yeah, first impression is vital. It's tough. It's tough. Now, um, I, I think that, again, you, you read it word for word. I, I think it's best to take the advice that's given in this reel and spend a lot of time thinking about it um, if weight loss is something mm-hmm. that you're considering. Um, I, I would say, and I mean, it, general statements are general statements, but if you're a high school player, if you're a college player, if you're a pro, um, if soccer is something that you live, breathe, and die by daily, like if you're training two, three, four times a week, then performance, I, I think, should come first. That's that's my opinion, and it's up to you to decide that performance should come first. Um, if you're in the later stages of life, like me, you, and Berg, like performance for us, yeah, it matters, but why do you play, right? It comes performance back to that Performance always question. matters. Performance always matters. I don't care. Like if we, the, the the oldest guy in my pickup group is sixty years old, he's still trying to score one goal a game. Oh, Performance always matters. Of course, but I mean, people like us can can afford to play at a deficit if if it's what's best for us in the long run. You know, um, at a deficit. Yeah. What do you mean, like calorie deficit? Yeah, like I I don't know if I can. 
Because every time I do, I cramp up. Oh, <laughs> I can't finish true. the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I can't finish the game. I start cramping up. I start cramping up. Like, I don't have energy for, like, an extra run, like a 50-50 ball. Like, or you just cramp out. You play for, like, 45 minutes and you start cramping up. It's not good for me. Mm. Like, I, I, I can't blame a calorie deficit. But to uh to each their own. But I, I think, yeah, if most players shouldn't. Um, you should really be, you know, thinking about these things and, and making plans and executing on them before making rash decisions that can put your body at a at a uh, disadvantage. Um, no, that's I agree. pretty much all I got. But Berg, any any other closing thoughts? Nope. Just be my wall. Yeah, just just you know when you when you get those blanket statement advice on TikTok, like. You know, don't blindly follow them because this is the trend that's happening right now. Like in my clinic, for example, like <laughs> I'm talking to one of the one of the aide that helps us, and she's like, "Hey, she's telling us about something." I'm like, "Yo, what's your store source? Where you find this information?" TikTok. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, God, this is not a real source. Like, worse than Google. Like, yeah, you can get there. There might be there might be good recommendation, but like, think about how that applies to your life. TikTok is worse like, than Google. Where are you in season? Are you in season? Are you off season? Um, like, what are you eating? Like, what type of stuff are you eating? Also, this is that eat less, but you eat less, but the stuff that you're eating is just like garbage with no calories, no nutritional intake. That's gonna affect. That's gonna affect the amount of weight you lose. It's gonna affect performance as well. It's, it's everything. All these these recommendation has a asterisk next to them. Because you really have to dig in and say, okay, what is this dude trying to say here? How does that apply into my life and what I'm doing right now? You you always have to critically think when you when you hear these advice. It's not just like plug and play. I wish it was, but it's still it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But um, yeah, thank you all for rocking with us today. And um, we'll see you all next week. Peace out, guys.